You're invited to experience online healing retreats brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. These magical online gatherings give you valuable insights, exercises, and channeled information on the great shift of the ages. Visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Online Retreats or check out our retreat archive and download the recording. Life-changing online retreats by AcousticHealth.com Healing Conversation brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and today we're speaking with Rana Herman, messenger for Archangel Michael. Rana is the author of 11 books. Many of they've all been translated in most major languages and read by millions all around the world. Rana is also executive director of Quest for Mastery School. Welcome, Rana. Thank you for joining Healing Conversations. Thank you, my dear. It's my pleasure to be here with you. You've been doing this for many years. We'd like to hear your own personal awakening. You came from the corporate world. What events led you to give these teachings and channel Archangel Michael? Okay, we'll hit the highlights. During my lifetime, at different times, a lot of us, I think, have had some things happen that were unusual, more or less outside of the norm. We didn't quite understand it, and a lot of times uh, we just kind of put it aside. I had quite a few of those things happen throughout my life, and I won't go through them uh, because it takes too long, but uh, as I look back, it was little nudgings. It was awareness of different things. From, from deep within my sacred mind, which I'll explain later, and just uh, things of awakening along the way. And um, uh, for instance, after breaking my leg going down the Colorado River and left with my husband on a wonderful trip, um, I had started practicing self-hypnosis, and I was reading a book, one of the earlier books by Mesmer, and I started practicing sending healing energy to my, to my leg, and um, in a couple of days, I did no longer had to take pain pills. And um, I was in my 40s at that time. And so the doctor said that there's a spiral fracture of the tibia and, and the, uh, uh, the small bones, two of the, it was three actually, for three breaks. And he said, this is going to take a while at your age. Well, at six weeks when we went in, I told my husband, I said, I'm going to be in a walking cast. And he said, honey, it's too soon, no. And so after the x-ray, the doctor said, wow, you're healing like a 16-year-old. We're going to put you in a walking cast today. And so in five months, and, and, and right on my shin where the boots, the ski boots would go and so on, I was skiing in five months. My leg never atrophied. And I never had a moment's discomfort. And so it was a great validation for me about what we can do with our mind and the things that are available to us. And so that was one of the things I kind of put in my memory bank. But things like that has happened throughout my life. When I retired, and my husband and I retired into the foothills of the Laguna Mountains in, near San Diego, he'd been an executive, big executive with the airlines. I traveled all over the world. After being very poor for the first 40 years of my life, 
we weren't wealthy, but with my husband's physician, we were able to travel all over the world. It was incredible. And so I feel like I experienced both spectrums of, you know, from being very poor and, and struggling to really having a wonderful life. And uh, so then in the early 80s, um, he, at 55, he retired. And we belonged to the country clubs and went golf, just all of these wonderful things. Well, uh, the divine discontent started. I, I just, you know, the same old thing, the same people, um, just it began to pale and, and lose interest for me. So I started with the group, and we started uh, uh, trading. Each each person would take a, um, a turn in leading the group, and one of them talked about angels, and we were to choose an angel. Uh, and I didn't know very much about angels, because I had come from a fundamentalist church where we taught there is more hell, fire, and damnation than there was talking about angels. But I chose Archangel Michael, and I didn't really know that much about them. Well, excuse me. <laughs> so along the way, um, I started meditating. I meditated for two hours every morning. I was just on this, all of a sudden, this divine discontent, this intense desire to learn. And I read a lot of the ancient books, which were very difficult to understand. Blavatsky, Alex Bailey, Ledbetter, all of those, the esoteric teachings were, you know, you probably read them too. You think, oh my goodness, what does it mean? However, I would glean things out of it. And um, uh, then one day, I had started having back problems, and I started putting on weight, and I was just miserable, and I'm thinking, my life is so beautiful, a second marriage, a wonderful husband. Why am I, why am I feeling such despair, such, a, such, so, such sadness? And I was stretched out on the floor uh, after doing some yoga stretches, and uh, it was just like, you know, in, in a dark night of the soul. And it was as if I lifted my hands up with my soul in it symbolically and said, here, God, you take it. I don't know what to do with it. And literally this voice boomed in my head, well, it's about time. We've been waiting for you to get your, your ego out of the way so that we can begin to work with you. And I am called Triton. It is T-R, capital T-R-I, dash, capital T-O-N. And I am a facet of your higher self from the causal plane, of which I've learned about late since, and I am to be your master teacher. Well, that was the beginning of a fabulous relationship we had at Christmas Tree Grove and a beautiful yard, and I saw after working all those years in the corporate business, I wanted to be out of doors, and so I would have these wonderful conversations with this wise being, the painful experience with my uh, ex-husband and with my father and all of these different things. And then I started getting messages that I, I, w I would carry around a little voice-activated recorder that my husband had used in his business. And I would, uh, write, uh, you know, uh, put, put all these things down because, as you know, when you tap into a higher level, it's like a dream. It'll close and you lose it if you don't do get, get it down right away. Well, that went on for quite a while, and uh, a lot of learned a lot of things. My little group, I started uh, channeling after a while, started voice channeling with, with this little group. And the, uh, my, one of the things that Triton had told me, I was walking across the lawn to go up to do some trimming with the new growth on the grove of the Christmas trees, and uh, he said, you will write a book, and it'll be called Once Upon a New World. And I thought, oh, sure, sure I will. And I have to say, I tell this in my seminars, um, 
I was born in 1928. I'm in, I'm in my, my 84th birthday is coming up. Back then, it was not, not unusual for young people to quit school. I only went through the 10th grade, uh, and I got married at 16 years old. I had a lot to do. I was <laughs> so, so I was not very, even though I'd, I had gone to school, and I had excelled in, you know, a business, business math and business English, and, and I was an executive, a, a um, administrative assistant to the president of my company. I still was not real, did not feel real confident about my abilities to write. So I just kind of put it aside. But shortly, all of these stories began to just fill my head, just be all they rolled through my head. So at night, I started taking them down in shorthand on a big yellow tablet, and then I had wanted to get this, a brother uh, executive typewriter that actually would you could do correction with it. It was really, you know, the top of the line. So I wrote 326 pages on that typewriter, uh, and it ended up six, six uh, of my past lives, wonderful stories, and quite an experience. And um, then, about that time, uh, after a year or so, I, well, I started channeling more uh, with groups. We had groups, and it, it just seemed to build, and I started doing personal readings for people. And uh, then in 1992, a lot happened during that time, a lot of clearing. We went through some financial reversals like a lot of people, so a lot of lessons there. And um, uh, in 1991, uh, in about October, um, Triton told me, um, you have integrated my energy. We are as one. He was a facet of my higher oversoul. And so actually, you might say, uh, after learning the teachings, we, we, we gradually integrate parts of our higher self as time goes on, as we lift our frequencies and uh, raise our vibrational patterns, Archangel Michael calls them our soul song, that have a certain resonance and certain frequencies. And so I had more or less taken a leap in consciousness at that time to integrate Triton, which meant that I had a lot of catching up to do. And believe me, it was it, like they say: the greater the, the greater the gifts, the greater the test. The test. And so, it was a real testing time. But I can see now where that was all perfect, and it helped me to become uh, who I am today. But uh, Triton said there will be a being of the greater light who will come to you. Well, in 1992, Archangel Michael did come to me after we had had a retreat, about 20 or 30 ladies. We went away on, to a retreat on the 11-11, um, uh, January 11, 1992. And I came home to uh, tape uh, what had happened for the ladies who could not uh, join us. And Triton's energy was, I have to say, it's just like... Um, a very warm energy, you know it's different than yours, but it's just kind of a, it's like shifting a radio dial and to a tune. And, and it's, uh, I'm called a cosmic telepath because we talk back and forth. I don't just channel or bring in messages. It's, it's attuned to a radio station of higher frequencies, if, you can, if that helps to explain, because I actually communicate with, I communicate with Triton and now with Archangel Michael. I just shift the dial. Uh, he's overlighting me all the time, and it is a constant companionship. There's a protocol and, and things that you have to understand, but it is a very beautiful and precious relationship. And so anyway, after uh, expecting Triton, there was this energy that just surged down through my crown chakra. It just seemed to, oh, just, uh, it, wasn't un it wasn't painful, but a little uncomfortable because it was just like a shaft of light or a shaft of energy shot down through 
my spine, and it was if I had to stretch my shoulders and my back to accommodate the energy. Wow. This voice, this voice, this very deep, uh, resonant voice said, I am the Archangel Michael, and you promised a long time ago before you came into this lifetime to be my messenger. Triton has prepared you to... Um, uh, so that you can begin to integrate my energy for the time being. I will filter the messages through him until we can lift your consciousness and your frequencies to the point that you can work directly with me. And you are to bring forth information for these coming times of great change and da-da-da-da-da and so on. Well, believe me, I was in kind of a state of shock. <laughs> and from that moment, very soon he said, uh, go to your... By then I had an old dinosaur of a computer that I was working and also by this time, the trilogy, um, the Once Upon a New World trilogy was up to 850 pages. And um, I had, you know, uh, transferred it from the typewriter to the computer. And so that began the journey with Archangel Michael. I put out a message in February uh, of 1992, and I have put out a message to the public, uh, a message from him every month since then, except one month, December 96, when we moved from San Diego to Reno when I did not have a computer. And so it has been an exquisite journey. Um, it's taken a lot of tenacity, a lot of work, a lot of energy, a lot of effort, a lot of maybe uh, trial and error, but everybody is on the path. They may, not, they may not be connecting in the way I did, but everybody is connecting with facets of their higher self if they are willing and if they will allow it. And so um, it's, it's, I feel very blessed. And as I say, with the web, as you know, we now can, we, he calls it the cosmic web, for we now can meet, uh, reach people all over the world. And I, um, someone Googled me, one of my grandchildren, and they said, Grandma, do you know that you have 2,900,000 hits on your, when you look up your name in Archangel Michael? And I said, no, I didn't know that, dear. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. So you have been on a long journey, and you have trusted all along the way that this was the work that you were meant to be. And again, it all came when you surrendered. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everything Archangel Michael has told me has come true. Perhaps not in the time frame I would have liked or exactly the way I expected it to, but I could, in retrospect, I can see that it was perfect. I can see that it was all in divine order, and that's why I tell people, don't put yourself in a box. Don't make your expectations so firm that spirit can't give you something greater or spirit can't uh, make happen what is the most important for you. And that is one of the things I, I tell people, first of all, Please be open-minded. Don't accept what I say, but do not be close-minded to new ideas and all of this wonderful new information. The concepts and the things that he has given me over the years have just been absolutely... Um, I just can't even begin to say how marvelous, how eye-opening, how expanded, and how beautiful. And I have to also have to say that I hear from thousands of people over the years, hundreds of thousands of people who say, um, it's working. I'm, I feel the difference. You see, 
uh, there's a lot of wonderful uh, messages and a lot of wonderful information out there. But I have to say, sometimes you read something and you say, that was beautiful, but what do I do with it? Can I use it? Well, I know that I'm a sage. I know that I have been a philosopher. I know that that I have been a teacher in many lifetimes. And so Michael, through me, and um, which is so blessed, is step-by-step the first book on Wings of Light. It was very personal. It gave us some ideas why we're on Earth, a little bit about our inner being. I call it soul psychology and spiritual philosophy because it's a philosophy of life and it's it's the intellect it's the science of spirituality instead of just the emotions you see religion we have been mostly in the emotions of spirituality fear and love and 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 rules guidelines but also restrictions but really just you know just a lot of theories and a lot of antiquated um uh, information, but not really step by step what we can do. And so, in the six books of his messages, he has taken us step by step. First of all, very personal. Then, when we got to the Golden Promise, he began to expand to solar system and some galactic information. And then he's gone on from there so that it's cosmic. We get a little bit of omniversal information, which is all of the universes, the supreme creator. But really, mostly, um, we now know that we are a segment of, of, of this universe. He calls it sub-universes. It's like it's cut in two slices of a pie, and it's just... It's just frequencies that divide that, or membranes of light, he calls that, so that we are in our own special little unique slice of this earth segment of this universe, and we are in our own little special experiment. And we are moving forward to incorporate uh, what we would say the 12 rays, the 12 aspects and virtues of this subray as we all expand and grow. We're on an evolutionary process. We are ascending in consciousness so that we can move forward. Nothing remains stagnant. So there has been, you've heard of the night and the in-breath and the out-breath. Well, the out-breath, the universe, the omniverse is ever-expanding. It does not retract. But the difference is, is that the Creator and our Father, Mother, God, and we will designate that the Supreme Creator is the uh, all that is. Whereas the Father, Mother, God of our universe and even of our um, uh, sub-universe, they are facets of the Supreme Creator. They're not separate from, they're just, just as we are fragments. We are fragments of God consciousness. And so it is so beautiful to understand and to see the perfection. And when you use the tools, how it begins to work magically. You begin to come into your, you begin to set boundaries, you begin to see things different. And, and it's just incredible how if you take it step by step, and, and the good thing is, is it doesn't have to be so difficult. Thank you for listening to a portion of this healing conversation. For the full-length conversation and information on transcripts, CDs, and MP3 downloads, visit AcousticHealth.com and click on Radio Show. You're invited to this online healing retreat with Rana Herman, messenger for Archangel Michael, on how we can achieve self-mastery and ascend in consciousness. Have you ever wondered, why am I here on earth and what is my mission? 
what is my divine lineage and my heritage and how do I claim it? And what is ascension? What does ascension really, really mean? And how do, what do I have to do to attain it? And really what we're doing, we are, I will just say, we are ascending in consciousness. Back when, way back when, you can remember thousands of years ago, we were in what was called our animal human nature. We have moved into our human nature. We've become more human, and, and we, we think more of humanity and so on. So we've come into our human, human consciousness. Now we are seeking our spiritual human consciousness so that we can bring in all of those divine gifts, all of those gifts which are our divine birthright that have been, we have been waiting for us. And so everybody wants to know, how can I release all the guilt and the fear and the painful experiences of the past? And, and how can we avoid the chaos and destruction that is rampant on earth at this time and, and, and attain peace and, and, and harmony in our lives? And what must I do to have abundance and loving relationships in my life? And they will hear me talk about a pyramid of light in the fifth dimension and why is building that? What does that mean? And why is that so important? And that's one of the most important things that they can do to begin to bypass what we call the mass consciousness that distorted all of those thought forms of race, culture, tradition from the past that, it, that we are stuck in. This online retreat will help you shed these old beliefs and thought forms so you can become the best you can be by achieving self-mastery. The master of who we are, our ego, the master of our mental nature, the master of our emotional nature, the master of our physical body, because that's what we're seeking for. We can't, we can't rule anyone else. We can assist, but we want to sink self-mastery by using the tools that are available to us so that we can become the very best person that we're capable of. That's what we want. Everybody has gifts and talents. They have intrinsic things within them. They, they're unique for them. They may, may be like someone else's, but everybody has some gifts and some talents that they brought forward. I tell people, what is your passion? Seek your passion, and then that is the kind of job you want to seek, and so on. So many people will say they don't know. Well, Michael's reply to that is, get rid of the things that are bringing you unhappiness while you're seeking your passion. This two-hour online retreat includes meditations and processes to help you find your passion. There will be some meditations and some processing. We will start with their chakras and give them some idea how they work. They need to know. It's like having seven different energy systems within our seven different minds centers within our body and they're all distorted so it's like all those different parts of ourselves are in conflict our emotional body and our mental body some of us are very mental people some of us are very emotional people and what we seek to do is to bring all of those things into harmony some of us have an awful lot of trouble with our physical structure and so it's about understanding uh, all of these, these these wonderful rays that are sent down to us we are electromagnetic energies and whether people want to believe it or not the electromagnetic energies of the pulsations that are coming from the sun and that are coming into our world every day, uh, they are affecting us. We magnetize that energy to us and we radiate it from us. And so when you begin to understand these things, you, you really understand the importance of self-mastery, which is 
bringing all that balance and harmony within yourself, and then you come to the point where you can be an example to other people. And he said that is the best way to teach, by being an example, and and to be as successful as you can. You know, uh, I say my first seminar was walk your talk, fly your vision. That's because it no longer works to say do as I say, not as I do. And so I have had to experience everything that I teach, both the positive and the negative. So I can say I know how you feel. I've been there. And I also have all the miracles and all the promises fulfilled so that I am a living example. As I told you before, I'm 83 years old. I'll be 84 in November. My health and vitality are exceedingly I – I have more energy than I know what to do with. And my mind is so filled with all this wonderful information that I am living proof that it does work and that there is a lot more to us and to our world and to the cosmos than we we really have understood. Never before has humanity been given so much help from the angelic realm as in this moment. We've always had assistance, but never in this way before, never at this magnitude. Basically, the mission of the angelic beings is to protect and nurture and to guide humanity. As you know, there are many diverse, conflicting beliefs among the different races and cultures and religions. But the one thing they all have in common is a belief in angels, and no matter what they call them. Angelic beings, they act as, uh, as a transition team during the times of great change, uh, such as we are presently in the midst of. And so we, we are on the brink of a whole new area. We're in a new millennium and we're on the brink of a, what you might say, a whole evolutionary process or culmination for humanity. Uh, Michael says humanity is coming of of age. It's almost been like we've been children in our, what you might say, our spiritual consciousness. And he talks about uh, it's time to get out of just the uh, emotions of spirituality and to understand the science or the universal laws of spirituality because we in order to make it work for us we have to understand and so we are now expanding our consciousness beyond our own little environment uh, as we begin to explore and understand more about our solar system as you and beyond and as you know the world has become so small you know with the web he calls it a cosmic web he said in the beginning we had an ethereal a golden web that was uh, like a couple of feet beneath uh, the surface of the soil and so that all everyone was in commu- telepathic communication with each other well now we have the uh, the you know this electronic uh, uh, web where we the world is very small now and we know what's going on on every place and so uh, we really need to open our minds i just ask people to have an open mind to be willing to um think about or to give some new ideas a chance to they need to be validated i always tell them do not accept anything i say or anything anybody said without validating and what archangel Michael calls our heart monitor how does it feel how does it feel in your heart is it expansive is it empowering is it helpful is it enlightening or is it with fear-based or restrictive or controlling and so before you accept anything as your truth you must validate it for yourself because your truth is what your higher self will hold you to. And so we all are at a different place, at a different stage of development, and so our truths may vary, but there's an intrinsic uh, strain of truth that runs through, and, you know, what be, har- be harmless, do no harm to anyone, including yourself. And so uh, if we just stop and open our minds and our hearts to the possibility that angels do exist, and then ask for their assistance, 
And we have to ask because we have free will, and they will not infringe. And when we do, then they will inspire us. They'll help us to create health and abundance and to live in peace and joy, which is which is what everybody is seeking, as we know. That's, that's, that's what we want deep within our hearts. It's not just necessarily things. We're trying to make things bring, bring the happiness, the joy, and the, the sense of self satisfaction uh, to ourselves, whereas really what he says, we're looking for a state of being, a, a, a level of, of awareness, a level of consciousness, and, and a, a just to a state of being where we're in balance and harmony. So uh, we, like I say, we really need to ask them and, and then seek their assistance. And I have to say, I never feel alone. I always have my angelic friends beside me to give me guidance and wisdom and comfort. And so I say to everyone, turn inward and ask, because your guardian angels, uh, those beautiful angelic helpers are waiting to assist you. We look forward to you joining in this online healing retreat. leave you with music from the universe music created literally by the universe as computer music researcher phil windsor assigned musical notes to mathematical equations and the result is this beautiful music available at acoustichealth.com namaste namaste